guys in one room. some reason you couldn't get the uh, the takeoff going properly on either of your ends that's okay I'm the most adept oh, with the tech side yourself. on this show calm yourself you literally just took my words out of my mouth you said hello everybody welcome back to the point that's my yeah thing, what's Sean, Sean yeah talking about adept just stealing shit. come up with your own stuff man you hack hello everybody welcome back to get to there the point go. I'm Jake fire alongside my two co-hosts Jody Leone and Sean I, I Anderson. vote to, Fellows, I vote to let fire open next show that's fine. I, I, I don't do, care. I do a fire. I don't job. care. But if, if fire opens, then who's going to take the reins? You sound like because you if care. fire opens, who gets to the first segment? How do you think fire would transition to uh, discussing you, your <laughs> battle on Madden? How do you think he would do? I, I think good. we. I, I think we, we should let him and just see how quickly the show just completely goes off the rails. It would be a forty-five be, minute fire it, drill. The thing is, <laughs> fire would. Oh, did you just say? I said fire drill. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Beat our not record yet. last time. Not yet. Uh, not, not doing it yet. <laughs> I have one. I have one. I have one locked and loaded. Now I don't like that you guys have turned on me. Whereas over the weekend you guys were battling each other. I didn't get to see the game. I don't even know the result of the oh, game. Oh God, Sean. What happened? Sean, I, if you, I need if the you, details. Wait, let me explain if first. If there was audio, uh, if there was audio of that entire thirty-minute session, you would have been. Pissing your pants! I was literally, I had to I had to mute my mic. I was laughing so hard the entire time. It was a joke. It was a joke. I beat him forty nine to okay. nothing. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait. Forty nine wait, 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 to, wait, 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 wait. to nothing. Some context needs to be provided here. So situationally, what happened was is that I was trying to get the game up on the get to the point stream. We hyped it up because we were trying to make it into something, um, it, just a, a viewable a viewable event to some extent. In the game capture that I was trying to use so I could properly use the correct microphone was not working and we realized it, I would say, midway through the first quarter. So everyone could see what we were doing, but no one could hear us because there was a, a, a software update issue. I fixed it. I got it to work for the next stream that we did. So I then spent a quarter and a half trying to play fire right. whoa, it was wait, 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 wait. paused I it was trying, paused the whole time i was time. playing we, you we both i was pa- i was trying to play you while fixing uh trying to fix the stream oh. the, the, the stream and, and be incredibly distracted it wasn't paused the whole time i had well, to ask you to pause it, it was because paused. you kept scoring while i wasn't looking and i i wasn't even now you are blatantly lying i am into not the lying oh my i didn't call a bunch of, i there were at least i can ca- count five five or so times i didn't call a defensive play i didn't call a play and then i was scrambling to check things at the line of scrimmage Joe, I, I i literally said to you i said to you if you if, if, if you want me to pause it so you can and figure I did. this out we I eventually pause it, right? had to do that but i was trying to keep some composure and 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 so be professional that is and trying nobody's playing. fault that is nobody's fault but Fire, you're wrong I, that you were trying to call plays and okay. fix yeah. an audio file at the same time I, yeah, Look, so what happened fault? on the offensive side for you well, because I get it, the defense you gave up some plays, but how come you couldn't score? That I that I was do I was just doing. <laughs> you couldn't get a field look, goal. Besides the point that field look, goal, I think fire fire no. was still going to beat me. That was a guarantee. But he wasn't beating me forty nine nothing nothing because after it went up twenty eight nothing because I was still getting more and more mad. I said it. I disconnected from the party and then I just started dicking around the second half of the game. 
And you know that's nope, true. No, he wasn't taking a run. He was trying and he was failing. That's what I think. I was it, in running goal line. I the two John, words. I was in the pregame uh, or in the pre-show. Uh, I wouldn't you even call it a meeting, the discussion. I heard the term rage quit. I was running goal line. Joe was the, this is Joe. Man, I will, I will whole second what half. happened. I will reenact what happened. This is what this is what Joe was saying. Oh, we, I can't take it. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. I no, can't do I it said, anymore. I said, I said, end the fucking game. Stream it, and then fires like, no, no injuries, no injuries. Yeah, no, you can't quit the same. You're the you're the commish, and you even said no quitting. You have to play the duration. Of the I didn't game. say that. Nas said that. I don't that. want my guys to get injured. Well, we all, all agreed right. to it, and Joe's like, fire. I can't do it anymore, man. I, can't I didn't do say it, it like quit. that. I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. I didn't say it like that. That well, is hilarious. Again, I said you were going to beat me Sean, from the you onset. you know how mad Joe gets. You know how oh, mad yeah. he gets. Oh, yeah. No, dude. He will, he'll go scorched earth. He'll break his controller. He'll wake up picture, everybody in Welton picture, Hall. Picture he'll do right, it. Remember when I tried to open that bottle on the wood table? Yeah. Picture that just like over and over again for like 30 minutes. Dude, I lived with him. I know the rage, okay? I know the inherent rage, especially when he loses at video games because he sucks at them. I don't suck at them. Then how can you lost 49 to nothing to fire? Was, fire is, I, I wouldn't even say, I'm not bashing fire, but nobody in that group is good enough to beat anybody 49 to zero. Exactly. That means I was that there's obviously the a weakest link. I was, and that is just so happens to be the commissioner, I guess. I was fucking around the whole I second honestly, half. I honestly think there's a, this, there's a major skill gap in the league, and there's no. like the, the great players, and then there's the meh. No. And... And then there's Joe falls into there's the Sean at the very bottom end of that. I'm not as bad as you're making it out to be, but I, if you had my full attention, you still would have won. But it would have been by two scores, not forty nine to nothing. I can Joe, guarantee. Joe, 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 Joe. Your I first watched, excuse was stream. defense. You can't say that if your if your biggest excuse was I wasn't looking on defense. How are you going to score? He was more? picking up all these big plays because I was. It, I had no clue what I was calling, and I was trying to make adjustments at the line of scrimmage on offense or defense. Uh, when I was on defense. Yeah, 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 but how would you have, if it had your full attention on offense, what would have happened? Because it seems like you were calling all your own plays on offense, I was, right? I was, and I don't... Th I'm just saying, I'm just saying against all users in this league, I'm 6-1 and one okay. right now. And you, you lost and one. in the playoffs. I only lost in the playoffs. I beat Nas twice, and he beat me once in the playoffs in the divisional round. Six and one against and users. I'd be two and one if it wasn't for a, a fluke play in the end of uh, the game against the Ravens in the in the first week. That, that's your that you, you know how to manage a game. That's your okay. problem. <laughs> you fire. <laughs> you should have lost to Ahoy. I was like, you were lucky. You were lucky to win that yeah, game. That's not true. Uh, I played this a good discussion. Game. Joe is making me so happy. You know what? Joe, also there was there were some <laughs> touchdowns you scored that in. Oh my God! They were uh, first of all. I, I will say though, he shouldn't have scored that touchdown. I don't know how you didn't intercept. Yeah, that was the, that was a lucky. Pick. Joe is the single worst nope. at manually using a player to intercept a ball. Can't that's why it. I don't do it. That's why I don't do it. And I keep telling myself that I. Well, that, that's I why think that, I can do it. That's why people get these double team catches, mossing you in all, all these right. plays. You got to figure okay. that out. I don't play a lot of users. Going to play now. Put it on rookie. You no, know, no. <laughs> you. Toy around. You. Toy around. I don't play a lot of users. I'm gonna get better. It's gonna take some time. When Madden 21 comes out, it's gonna be a completely different situation. How? Well, there's a How? I'm gonna beat you 56 to nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to improve. I'm just saying, Vito Priori is coming in the NFC okay. too, and I'm about to put him in. So, 
Now there's five in the AFC and there's five in the NFC. About to be six in the All NFC. Right. Well, and we'll see what happens when I start beating people. I'm going to beat LB today, easy, and we'll see what happens. I'm going to need to report Whoa. on that. Well, it's going to be live Whoa. As, as soon as he gives me confirmation of when he's available to play. Oh, my gosh. LB is going to spank you. Um, well, He's going to kill you, Joe. This week it was Joe's bracket. And, you know, we do our show prep in a Google Doc. And at the top, I put Joe bracket, which I, I was pretty sure. Don't you narrate uh, my Joe, thoughts. Don't, Joe don't, would see as, don't you narrate oh, it's my, my turn to do the bracket. All right, I'm, cut, I'm cutting eight. in here. Uh, yeah, so I got, in the, I got into the document. Unfortunately, Joe saw that. I'm coming into the As document. We're going to do a bracket of the best Joes of all time. I'm coming into the document, and I go, saw Joe bracket. Ahead. I understood what they were doing, um, that they wanted me to pick it. And I thought, hey, if we're going to do this, why don't we take this as literally as possible? So I picked, I mean, Joe's the most Is that what happened? common name in America. <laughs> so I figured I'd go with. Is it really? I don't, I don't know it, if it I probably that. is. Um, I don't know. I don't. Probably Bob. Eh, but Joe's more common than Bob. Because there's not how many people do you know? I know a lot how many of people do you know named Robert? Because it's at least at least I know two off the top of my head. I know more Joes than I know Roberts. But three, I think now I know three. Besides the point, Robert Ryan, I Robert Denaro, Robert. I, let me get a word in here. Uh, I compiled a bracket of the top eight Joes um, that I could think of. We're gonna go like the the way that we did last week with Fire. How he led the bracket. He. Um, pitched each seed and talked about them and then essentially acted as the deciding factor between the two. So I'm not entirely sold on this seeding, so it might go. Uh, I might sway myself here. But the first matchup we have is with the great Joe Montana, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and then all-time great boxer, eight seed, Mr. Joe Frazier. Sean, why don't you start us off first here? Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Sorry. Just yeah, you know, I, I tried to direct things so Fire wouldn't cut in and say, Sean, why don't you go first? But, you know, just cut in. That always works. I just yeah. I had to say the Down <laughs> Frazier thing. Well, I know Sean appreciated it. I didn't. Uh, you just stepped oh, all over me. That's okay. <laughs> freaking steamroller. It's all right. Uh, Joe Montana, bigger than Joe Frazier, just because Joe Frazier is most known for a loss, whereas Joe Montana is most known for being Joe Cool, you know, for Super Bowls, clutch man, the catch, all of that. Uh, Joe Montana, probably rightfully so, sitting at the one seat, I'd say. I don't mind this seating. Uh, and Joe Frazier is eight. It's like, okay, everyone knows who Joe's Frazier is, but everyone knows him from Down Goes Frazier. So I'll give it to Joe Montana. Yeah, likewise. I got to go Joe Cool, too. Uh, there's a story when he's in the Super Bowl playing the Bengals, and he looks into the stands and he says, hey, guys, it's Joe Buck. And that's the. It was a no, last time. John game. Candy. That was John Candy. Pointed to. Oh, it was John so Candy. That was, I that was, that was oh. the, the uh, infamous. Oh, I was thinking. You took a story yeah. that everybody knew yeah. already. And then you Train butchered wreck. it Train to wreck. hell. Why would you point at John, John Buck Montana. and go, hey, guys, look, there's the commentator? Because I was thinking of John Candy as Uncle Buck, the uh, movie. For <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that much. <laughs> he redeemed himself. <laughs> I so I got to oh, – Oh, that I was, is I funny. I was picturing John Candy, and I was like, that's Uncle Buck. So that's uh, all right, Joe Montana. Next, yeah, next I, I, I'm not going to even argue with that. I, Joe Montana is my favorite Joe of all time. Uh, I was apparently named after him. Don't know the full legitimacy of that, but I don't really care. 
Is that true? Uh, yeah, my my Ugh. grandmother wanted me to be wanted me to be named Joseph after Joe Montana and Joe Namath. Joe Namath did That's not awesome. make the list, but besides the point, our next matchup that we have is actually it's interesting how this ended up getting set up because it's two non-athletes. Joe Rogan, six seed. You put him over Joe. Joe Rogan versus Joe Pesci. Joe Rogan is uh, the fourth seed, the uh, UFC analyst and commentator, also known for the top podcast on Apple Podcasts uh, for his content that he does. And then Joe Pesci is the actor who seemingly, time and time again, always starred in films that featured gangsters, mobsters, you name it. So, Sean, go first again, and then fire clean it up. Okay, so we're looking at this. We have an incredibly legendary actor. I mean, legendary in Pesci. And My Cousin Vinny, I think, is probably one of the most underrated movies of all time. I think it's it's so uh, criminally uh, underrated. But Joe Rogan literally has the biggest podcast of all time. It, it is a monster. It is just sucking everything up. It is a huge, huge entity. I think that actually now... The Joe Rogan brand and podcast is probably bigger than Pesci at his height. So I'm going to, surprisingly, I know to the chagrin of both of you, I'm going to go with Rogan. See, I I wish that these two weren't going head to head because I love both of them and they both do great things. But ah, I'm such a Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci guy. He, oh, God, he makes me laugh so hard in every movie. He's just hilarious and I gotta go Joe Pesci, even though Joe Rogan's phenomenal, but I gotta go Pesci. Uh, I'm gonna wrap things up with Joe Rogan here. I mean, besides Barstool, oh can God. you really <sighs> can you really think about uh, anyone else who has uh, anyone else who who has essentially created a, a standard for an industry? I mean, everyone's trying to do what Joe Rogan does right now in terms of his podcast. It's unique, but everyone's trying to do these guest type shows and everything else that's becoming popular in terms of entertainment podcasting. Is kind of trying to follow suit with him. I don't know. I just I think that you can't go wrong with Rogan, and he does a ton of amazing stuff. So our next bracket uh, matchup here: Joe DiMaggio, famous baseball player with the New York Yankees, and uh, Joe Green, mean Joe Green of the Steel Curtain back in the 1970s. Sean, who you got? Uh, Joe Green, and just because I don't know how much that. I don't know how much of a standout DiMaggio is because there are so many legendary Yankees, and I get that this is a Joe bracket, but DiMaggio always uh, kind of falls to the wayside when I'm thinking about legendary baseball players, and even though it's a Joe bracket, it's Mean Joe Green. It's a synonymous, synonymous name with the word Joe, and he was vicious, and he was just the coolest guy in football, so I'm going with Joe Green. I mean, I, I also agree with that. It's a very easy choice for me. I, uh, I don't like the Yankees. Oh. My dad used to be a Steelers fan. He grew up in that time period. He was a big, uh, he was a huge Frank O'Hara's fan, but obviously me and Joe Green was on that team as well, so I got to go mean Joe. a way to stay unbiased to your uh, New England slant. It doesn't matter what I see yep. on here, but I think it would be a tight one between uh, DiMaggio and Green for me. So I'm not even going to pick one because you guys both went with mean Joe Green, who was a, an unreal talent at the defensive tackle position in terms of size fight this way. I, 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 well okay what am i going to argue for a guy that's not even going to advance it's two it would be two to one i, I like joe me and joe Green. Pesci. 
Should have been Pesci. Um, our mm-hmm. next uh, part of the first round here, Joe Buck, famous uh, commentator and play-by-play <laughs> man for Fox, who honestly, I think despite everyone complaining about him, I think he is the standard for play-by-play. I think that, that he can do so many different sports compared to a lot of these guys that can only really do one. I, I think that he is, besides golf, he's one of the most versatile play-by-play men out there right now and, and all the stuff that he did at the beginning of quarantine with commentating people's random daily acts. I just I think that he is very, very talented, and he really is the standard for what people look up to. And uh, The sixth seed going against Joe Buck is Joe Thomas, the Hall of Fame, soon-to-be Hall of Fame, and longtime Cleveland Brown offensive tackle Joe Thomas. Sean, what are we thinking? Okay, here are my thoughts here. Okay, you know me, and Joe Thomas is probably one of my personal heroes. Uh, But if it's a Joe bracket, why would you leave off Joe Namath, who was arguably the most famous American in the 1960s? I wanted to get Joe Buck on there, and I wanted... Broadway Joe. I don't know. I don't know. I was conflicted. That is the stupidest decision (laughs) you've ever made. I can forgive you losing 49 to nothing. Shut up I can forgive your misspellings of the document. Shut up and I cannot forgive you putting in Joe Thomas over Joe Namath. Shut up and pick. I made the bracket. You didn't. No one's going to argue with you when you do your stupid bracket next week. I'm sure they won't. No one's going to argue with you when, when you make your bracket. I bet you won't. Joe Buck moves on over Joe Thomas just to spite you. I I, I, I I can't wait to do the bracket of different flavors of dip next week. Oh, that's going to be so good. Uh, I'm, so, I'm actually very excited for that. I love dips. No, no, no fire. Wait, 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 wait. Fire wait, thinks you're talking on, about on. like guacamole. No, I'm talking about... Chewing tobacco. Yes. Oh, I thought you were, t- thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like a nice, like I'm a nice about, spread. I'm thinking about like wintergreen and, and fires. Thinking about like French onion dip. I'm like, what? Oh man, <laughs> like a good. Oh my oh. god. We should do. We should do that. Uh, be so, we should do like a queso, a guac. I'll do that. Oh, I'll do. Gosh. I'll do a full on uh, edible dip. Uh, bracket oh, next yeah. week. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man! All right. Oh my gosh, that is funny. Pick Fire. your guy. Pick your guy. Pick your guy. <laughs> go, go, Joe Buck. I I love I love all the shit that he gets on social media. I think it's hilarious, and I think he laughs it off too. And that's just that just makes everything better. So, Joe Buck. Sean, who did you oh, pick? God. Uh, Joe Buck. All right, I'm picking Joe Buck too. I think that was a, a long. You know, an easy pick there for me. I, I love Joe Buck. I already gave my, my full pitch to him why he deserved to be that three seed. So we are now on to the second round of this bracket. We have Mr. Joe Montana, Joe Cool, facing off against Joe Rogan. Sean, what are we thinking? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to defer to Fire. Fire, go ahead. All right. I was, I was about to take it anyways, and I'm going to say... I'm gonna say uh, Joe Rogan just because oh. Joe Montana is kind of is kind of irrelevant now because Tom Brady's the best of all time. I mean, Joe. That's Montana what it was. was more uh, it, it just I, had to bring Tom Brady. No, no, no. no, no. It's because no, 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 no. it's because Joe no, no, Montana no, no, no. was the greatest, and now all the New England fans thought that he uh, uh, I mean, surpassing if, Montana even, was the biggest even, obstacle even, to make Brady the greatest. Even in our like. In our in our lifetime, if Tom Brady hadn't existed, I probably would have picked Joe Montana because he would have been the best of all time, still to this day. 
but I think Joe, like Joe Rogan, is more relatable to you know my life, and I think he's doing more things interesting, interestingly, you know, within the media and things like that. And I think he's got a bigger following than Joe Montana. So I'm going to go Joe Rogan. Uh, obviously, he has a bigger following. <laughs> what kind of argument is that? <laughs> I know I've I just argued against fire because of the whole New England bias thing, but I'm strictly picking Joe Montana because I. I I think he was bigger than Joe Rogan, and I, I get it. Joe Rogan is now, but Joe Montana was the face of football, the NFL, which is the biggest thing in America. So was I, I, yeah, he was, was at once at one point. Yes, Joe Rogan is the biggest thing in the media, arguably all the time. Ah, uh, he's he's creeping up on it, but I'm just I, I I can't put Rogan over Montana for. I mean, it's not like Joe Rogan has the nickname Joe Cool. I mean, Joe Cool has already broken off. Or Montana has already broken off the name Joe into a whole other nickname around the name Joe. So I'm putting Montana over Rogan. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Sean on this one. I, I completely agree, agree with the logic, and I understand where Fire's coming from. He he really is probably the most recognizable name in terms of being a, a talk show host, and I th- he's really paving the way for this transition away from talk radio to almost more so. Uh, shorter, long-form talk show-type podcasts. But I, I can't go against Joe Montana, man. He completely just was the, the, the face of a franchise that dominated in the 80s and was, besides Jerry Rice, I would say the most uh, prolific and, and well-known athlete in the NFL at the time. So Joe Montana is going to move on to the finals here for me. Our next matchup is Mean Joe Green facing the Joe Buck. Fire, why don't you go? you go first this time? Uh, this is actually a tough one because I think it's a pretty even matchup, but I think I got to go, I think I go Mean Joe. I think I got to stick with Mean Joe. He was unbelievable at his spot and he was definitely one of the figureheads of his time period. So I think Joe Green. I agree with fire. I'm going with Mean Joe. Uh, he's moving on. So Uh, there's, there's no question about it. I will save, uh, my, my. Next argument for me and Joe Green uh, for the finals. Okay, well, I would have picked Joe Buck just in the sense that I think he is the best play-by-play man uh, out there right now, but that doesn't mean anything because Joe, Mean Joe Green is moving on to the finals. So now we have Joe Montana versus Mean Joe Green, and it sounds like Sean already has a pretty um, set decision. Fire, why don't we go to you first so we don't have to hear Sean's argument? <sighs> No, 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 no. I'm going to give my argument because I know that fire is somewhat torn right now. So I'm going to give my argument because I'm the one that actually has a definitive side right now. Uh, Swayed me. Mean Joe Green. That is a name that draws out an energy that Joe Montana doesn't. Joe Montana draws out a type of California, relaxed West Coast energy, which that doesn't really vibe with me as much. Mean Joe Green playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just the the biggest sideburns you've ever seen, a, a ferocious player that embodies the sport of football. Uh, also, on probably one of the most dominant defenses of all time, probably one of the most feared players of all time, it is synonymous with the sport of football. He is the poster boy that you want to model the word grit with mean joe green that joe is so powerful in that three word name 
he is my guy. He is the greatest Joe of all time because he res- represents all Joes. Fire, don't don't kill me here. He does not represent all Joes. Don't kill me he here. He represents still, all Joes, mm, and he is also cooler Joe than Joe Montana. No, 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 You're not a Joe. You mean don't know. You're Joe just saying. Green you, can't, you can't tell me who represents own all Joe. Joe Montana. No, no, no. You okay, can't tell Joe Montana me. is doing Skechers commercials. Mean Joe Green uh, landed himself a big old Coca-Cola commercial, which is probably the that most famous athlete commercial of all time. I'm picking up. I'm hey, picking kid. apart your argument. Catch. You're not a Joe. How can you tell me who represents all Joes? I associate more with with Joe Montana because Mean is oh, always because the you fr- like Notre Dame. No, 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 Because when you think Notre of, Dame, when you think sucks. of Mean Joe Green, you don't think of the word Joe. You think of the word Mean. There's a difference between the the two. You think of the nickname before you think of his first name, right? Just because there's no important Sean's doesn't mean you need to put this argument on me. Fire, what's your pick? <laughs> Can I vote for Joe Pesci or no? What? What? I want Joe Pesci to win. I think. All he right, Fire won. doesn't know how brackets work, so he loses. What the his hell? Um, uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Mean Joe. Uh, yes. I think he's 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 more impactful than Joe Montana. All right. Mean well, Joe. I can't I can't have any impact here. I guess Mean Joe Green is the winner of the all time. Uh, Joe Bracket. That's it. I wish Joe Pesci made it. I wish Joe well, Pesci made it. I love Joe well, Pesci. Well, you can't vote for someone who got knocked out in the first round. That's like saying, why can't, <laughs> you know, why can't like a 16, 16 seed, like Lehigh team, uh, you know, why can't they, why can't they qualify for the final four? <laughs> well, they're usually like a 12 okay. seed, so. Okay. <laughs> Just another kicking him while he's down fire. Uh, also. All right. Fire alarm. Fire alarm. Fire alarm. fire drill. Dumbass, God. Remember, only you can prevent. Firestyle. Firestyle. Oh, sorry. Sorry. What? Did that even. We're almost about a month away from my birthday, June 12th, coming up. It's also my birthday. So I have a. That's also your birthday. Fire, oh yeah, this before. Oh, that's my wild. God. That's why I, I forgot. That's wild. But anyways, pop quiz. Sean and Joe. I'm not sure if you know this. Who was born on our birthday? George W. Bush. Not the person I was thinking of, but I don't know. Yes, that is. There's one a person. lot of people with June 12th birthdays. Sean, who's your guess? I don't care. The most famous person. I don't care. Most famous person. This is. This is. Detracting, I have a beautiful transition for our next point. Right, well, it was going to be just, just maybe you, my best of all you. time, and I'll just fire you. stomped on it again. Let him do it. Let it. This is Anne the point. And Frank, what? And Frank, <laughs> that was what you were coming in with. <laughs> and Frank shares the same birthday as me right, and Joe. Transition. I don't even. I just go to the next topic. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? That's like me. That's like saying Sean do a standing backflip. That that's what you're basically telling me to do right now. Just just move All on. All right, get to the point. Thanks, fire. And the other day we were looking at a Washington Post article from Norman Chad. Go ahead, segued. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, you're um, welcome. This guy Norman Chad wrote an article uh, talking about why we need less sports in our lives. And it is maybe maybe one of the most despicable uh, articles I've ever written. It, it is an embarrassing piece of work. And even though Joe 
has uh, done some digging and found out he is a, a, a sports comedian, no, a writer comedian. He's a he's a he's a, a sports writer, but he produces a um, a sports comedy column. I just need to know if you really think that this guy is serious before I really dive in and crush him. I, I don't think it matters because... Even I think it, there are people that agree with this, I, right? I think, what he's saying? I, yes, I think it's slightly satirical in the tone that he wrote it, but I think that he is still trying to support his argument, even though he does a terrible job of supporting it. But I, I while I think it, there is a comedic tone and a humorous co- tone to it, he is still trying to portray... Uh, the argument yes yeah uh first of all this article is a mess formatted wise he jumps from point to point and his last sentence here's an interesting thought how about binge reading i bet this guy is super fun at parties i bet guys i I bet people love inviting him to social events how about binge reading (laughs) because other people watching tv at a, a, a high volume offends you that's uh an insufferable quote another quote uh that we pulled here is it's pretty early on in the article which i think sets the tone here uh he stated the nation is on tilt of late because we must stay home for a long long time because of the novel coronavirus pandemic also known to alabamians and georgians as that don't even think with messing with the sec football schedule pandemic that's embarrassing that's an embarrassing thing to say yeah, I'm not we a fan know, of the whole. We need yeah, sports. I don't. I'm not a fan of the whole argument. Yeah, it's the, you. The fact that you can, can even consider that less f- sports is even an option. The fact that our economy has crapped out because there's no sports going on right now. The economy is going to completely resurge once this stuff, and that goes back to normal. But at least we could watch and tune into sports because there's so many things that go along with it. Sponsorships. Um, like uh, commercials, all that stuff is so centered around, you know, merchandising is so centered around uh, what sports does in our country. And it, we're seeing right now how if you don't have sports, the impact it has on everything. This is the only time you can actually point at an example of what would happen if we didn't have any sports. And it's very clear that it has caused, a, you know, a, a pretty seismic impact more than anyone would have considered. Absolutely. I just, I don't get it. I don't get what he's trying to say. He says, we don't need more sports in our lives. We need less. And then the next statement is him referencing George Carlin talking about how swimming is not a sport. Okay, you can still swim. Sailing is a way to get somewhere. Sailing is not a sport. Well, you can still sail. So you're you're referencing a, a joke that Carlin told like 30 years ago. Uh, and... Let's just it, you can still do, do those two sports. You're not making a statement, a definitive statement about large crowd sports or major populist sports. And then he transitions to eating uh, at home with family. Like people don't do that. And he's blaming ESPN for detracting people from eating at home. No, that's not true. Also, in the last 4 years, except for this last I think 2, ESPN's ratings have been violently crashing. So why are we discussing this? I think he just doesn't like people talking about sports and he wants to be the only voice in the room. I mean, he's taking shots at ESPN, uh, ranking the top 74 basketball sneakers ever worn by NBA players. That's an interesting ranking. That's interesting. They actually 
I don't agree with a lot of the content that ESPN has been putting out because a lot of it is transitioned to not even sports content. Um, but that's a pretty cool one. That's a pretty cool thing. Maybe you don't own that. And you just sit around, uh, sit around in your loafers. Uh, that's your prerogative. But what harm, what what benefit are you doing by saying, by taking shots at swimming and sailing? Because he's too scared to take actual shots at baseball and basketball and football and hockey and soccer and golf. That's why. Get, I think he's a coward. I think he's an absolute coward, and he, and he is uh, kind of two-facing the audience with this uh, uh, brash headline, why we need less sports, but he never says, hey, we don't directly need uh, uh, football or baseball or basketball or hockey or golf or soccer. He never says that. So I, I think he's a coward. I think that uh, it, it, it's misleading, and he just wanted to get some jokes off and a couple thoughts off. It, it's, it's insane to me, his thought process and how this got cleared. Yeah, and I think it was just an attempt to – I wouldn't be surprised if they pushed it because they knew that there would be such a, a negative response to it and that, that it – Just yeah, and, and right now, it literally, if anything becomes a little bit hot on social media, it blows up. So it, um, the, the whole thing is clickbait. It's, it's poorly written. Um, it is rambling. There aren't really any good points that I can really – actually say makes sense to his argument it just it's a bunch of nonsense it's him trying to be funny he thinks it's a funny topic i think it's stupid i think you need to shut up and he was trying to get us to get mad with this article he knows that this is the response he was going to get well you're getting the response and you're an idiot i don't know how you're qualified to do what you're doing well he he succeeded and look at us we're talking about the uh, yeah he, he wrote, succeeded you know but if yeah but he's a moron if he's he's, he's just a dunce if oh, he I succeeded agree. i might as well I get my shots in you know but- Hundred uh, yeah. percent, Mike. Well, you know who so an- another idiot is. You, the designer of the new Los Angeles Rams uniforms. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I, these these designers have you. You're such a you can you got they have such a platform to make the most wonderful uniforms for all these teams, and like they just time after time botch each uniform. Like, what are yeah, they this, doing? Make something cool. This has cool. been a bad offseason for uniform redesigns, in all honesty. Nice job cutting off Sean mid-intro. Uh, mid but uh, I'm sorry. It, I had it's to no, it's no big deal. I've just been staring at the picture. I'm fine with fire taking that realm or helm. Um, look, the Los Angeles Rams in the 1980s had the most gorgeous helmets ever conceived in football. And then they transitioned to that disgusting uh, turd gold and, and uh, bland navy. And then... This last year, or these last two years, they decided, they decided, hey, we're back in L.A., let's put on the throwback helmets as our, as our homes, and it was fantastic. They wore them in the Super Bowl, and yes. you couldn't have gotten more praise for it. They are beautiful, elegant, simple, but also very sharp uniforms that you wore in the Super Bowl, so you valued those uniforms so much that you would put them on the biggest stage in America— at, at that point of all time. And then uh, two years later, you decide, hey, we're going to put out a monstrosity of, of, of a helmet. We're going we're gonna to cut up the horn into two different pieces. We're going to add this, this ugly, ugly uh, uh, dissected horn on the shoulders. We're going to cut down the numbers. We're going to leave a bunch of weird empty space in the top right shoulder. And we're just gonna botch the whole thing, and it makes it, it's so stupid. We're gonna add the stupidest uh, leg stripe on the side of the the, the white pants. 
I, I cannot disagree with this uniform uh, readjustment. And uh, this is coming from somebody who typically likes to see new uniforms and, and likes to see the positives. I saw the positives in the Patriots' new uniforms. I saw the positives in, in Atlanta's, in the Chargers, all of them. This, I cannot see one positive because they just took an incredible uniform and just took a big hit on it. I mean, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they look like the Delaware Blue Hats. They look like you know, Delaware. Look it looks colors. like Delaware. I think I'd rather have Delaware's uniforms than these. Those are pretty bad yeah. too, but these are like bad. Like, in, like, what is like the number? Like, with the, with the the change to the white, the gradient. God, it's literally disgusting. Like, oh my god, I can't get over it. Like, you'd one job, you'd one job. Yeah, and, and the whole thing that I'm taking away from this, I just think the whole thing was just lazy to an extent. I think they were trying. Actually, if anything, it's the opposite of lazy. I think I think that they were trying way too much. They were trying to to. Uh, create some this different unique uniform so much that they went with this weird aerial type font like like times do roman that's what it is uh, yeah. and and then someone made a uh, crack the joke the um um uh cat scratch reader i think or, or whatever the jacksonville jaguars sb nation blog is made a joke that uh saying are you guys sponsored by carmax that's what the the logoing oh the writing looks like like that is the perfect example of breaking exactly uniform. It. yeah it, it, it looks like carmax it looks like i'm looking at uh, a a branded it looks like a rebrand for like a website that is what i what i'm seeing here and that doesn't work for a uniform. Why is the numbering so simple? Why does it look like that? This is terrible fonting. Um, gradients don't belong on uniforms. And I don't get why they completely threw away the navy. I was a fan. I like navy on uniforms. I think navy looks better than a, a bright blue with this. It's not even a full yellow. It's like a faded. You like their. What? You like their, I, their navy uniforms more than. They're, I they're I'm, throwbacks. I'm saying I like royal I, blue and, and yellow. I'm saying I like the color navy more than I like uh. this. This blue is too bright. It's brighter than what was on those throwbacks. This is a like a, a volt blue instead of a, a royal blue. That away uniform might be the worst uniform yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. All right, what are we All voting right, on it? Like Wait, what are we down. grading this before we transition? Fire. What are you what are you giving it out of ten? A D, I, oh, I was going to give it a D minus, but out of 10, I'll give it Ooh, a 2. jeez. Okay, Sean. <laughs> 2. Uh, I'll give it a little bit more justice. Uh, three and a half. Why? Why do you feel yeah, that just way? A Why little, do you feel like you no, need to give no it justice? justice. Because They're not giving us justice by having to watch these things. These are terrible uniforms, but I'm yet to see a 2. I'm very picky. I think a 3 this and a half. A two. Three and a half. This is, had, this this is, is probably my, tied for one of the worst uniforms in the league. I don't know who I'd tie them with, but I'm yet to see a 2. This is the worst rebranding that I've ever seen. I I promise you, this is looking at these three uniforms. Like you, they had a great thing going, such a great thing going. With like like Sean said, the Super Bowl that was that was beautiful. I loved that. All right. This stick to your roots. That's just gross. All right, clown of the week time. Um, I, I, Joe, this doesn't seem like. Uh, a weak thing, but you're going to a more broader aspect. Almost, a, <laughs> Joe's almost turning into Joe Seinfeld here with his <laughs> his clown of the week. Screw you! <laughs> What's the deal with the people riding the bikes on the streets? Hey, me, yeah, okay, me, Joe, go ahead. Give me, us your give us your two minutes. Me, okay, that was a good impression. Push, push my, my thing. Don't cut me off here. I had a, I had a better one, but um, I, I I didn't want to get into a messy situation. Maybe we'll talk about it a, a different time. But I I, I, I got into a, a 
um, a scrap with a, a former Iowa State kicker on Twitter, but I don't want to, it's going to take too long to, to cover that, and I didn't want to do that on today's episode. Specialist beef, man. Um, get enough the, of it. The dude's a grown man who's a clown, doesn't know how to handle himself on social media. That's besides the point. Uh, Garrett Owens is his name. Go report him if you feel like it. Harass him. Do what you want. He blocked me. I can't do anything. But besides the point, uh, my pick here, I've noticed that, uh, again, this goes similar to what we had last week with my clown of the week. I decided to pick people who ride bikes on the sides of busy roads, two-lane roads, uh, even four-lane roads that are have a lot of traffic, a lot of through traffic. And my logic here is that we are starting to see more and more people go outside and have free time. And I completely agree with that. But please ride your bikes on pedestrian roads, you know, in residential roads or on the sidewalk. Do you know how obnoxious it is that, that you're on a two-lane road and the only way you can go around a bike is cutting into the other lane? So then what you have to do is go 15 to 10 miles an hour until there's no car coming the other direction, which doesn't happen because there's usually tons of traffic. I have continually had to interact with these dumbasses and honestly i will say i think that you are the worst kinds of people that you just don't give that much of a crap that you will put yourself and take up more space than you need on a road that you do not belong on you're not a freaking car and you don't belong there you know what i started doing now that i see these people i roll down my window and i scream you're not a car and then i drive past them usually it doesn't mean anything (laughs) you told Um, them (laughs) you're not a car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but besides the point, though, I think you're a person. I think you should, you are in the wrong spot. Go do it somewhere else where you're not taking up space. You make it so hard to take your side. Why? It just Because you're a bad driver, and you drive a BMW, and you get mad with, with just people going 10 miles over the speed limit. They need to be going 40, or they yeah. need to be super distracted. Get the out of my way that's how it it's works. just you're yeah. just the worst driver i've ever seen i can't give you Hold any on. support on this says the guy even though Virginia. i agree with you i also don't like bikers on the road but like vendors can't be choosers well if i may dissect my own kind here uh <laughs> as as it is well chronicled on the show i am um working on competing in the uh, in the ACL, the American Cornhole League. And I've gone to events. I've yet to notch my first win. I've been working hard, uh, practicing just about every day, trying to get a lot better. And then a video surfaces, and, and for the most part, you know, these these cornhole players, they are salt of the earth. They'll roll in with a pack of Newports. It'll we'll normally be thrown at a big brewery. People will be having a, a, some strong-ass IPAs. They'll be, you know, they're gritty. Uh, they probably, they, you know, they work all kinds of jobs. And then when when you get to hit the spotlight on ESPN, you're kind of like, oh, you know, this is really cool. I'm going to try to put my best foot forward. I guess not, because a video surfaced of one man competing in the uh, in the empty arena, televised by ESPN, trying to sneak a rip of whatever discreet vape he was using, which is just giving a bad look for the rest of us. Because it, cornhole isn't supposed to be... Uh, portrayed as this edgy thing. Uh, no, it's supposed to be portrayed as a game that can be played by everyone, but the elite are elite and they command respect. You are not commanding respect being on that stage. You're making a mockery out of the rest of us. Don't come back. That is such a stupid and oddly specific clown of the week, but I, I, I can Next. see why you're angry. Fire. I don't just, dis- I, I completely disagree with fires, but go ahead. I, I, uh, 
Okay. <laughs> this genius. So, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell recently put out this this charity event saying so, and somebody could buy uh, a viewing ticket with Roger Goodell in Roger Goodell's own basement. And we all know that, you know, Barstool, especially Dave Portnoy, has had a grievance with Goodell and the NFL. But it's the other way around. The NFL as, doesn't let them in it. In it. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I mean. Like they, like they don't like each other. Like Portland is always trying to sneak into you know press events, and he's always getting thrown out, wearing disguise and stuff. And then Roger Goodell gives him the opportunity to 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 finally buy his way in. And did he buy his way in for 250 grand? Portnoy bought the viewing, and it's going to be Roger Goodell on a couch next to David Portnoy on a couch. Wait, why does it make him a clown though? I think the whole thing is hilarious that he's gonna get to they're gonna get to in half interact. Because Roger Goodell has went out of his way to make sure that he cannot like face any more scrutiny from Barstool that he has, and then he literally just like put himself out there to get ruined on social media. He's gonna get it's, ruined. I mean, he can't he can't do anything. Portnoy's a genius, and. Genius. People give him crap and people don't like him because he talks loud and he is very successful, but he is actually a genius. This was a brilliant, brilliant campaign, and it is going to be must-see TV on this Monday Night Football must game. Must-see. I cannot I, wait. I'd be surprised if he doesn't go live on Instagram. It's going to be fantastic. And what are you going to do? Goodell is stuck now because he, I actually think that Goodell doesn't mind Portnoy, but it, it's it's to the point where he can't um, openly tolerate Portnoy, and uh, he basically can't let the bad kid in class just keep on getting away with stuff. I think that's how their relationship is from an outside perspective. But now, the bad kid, who Portnoy's like Bart Simpson here, and then um, Goodell's like Skinner. Now now Simpson's got Skinner cornered because it's for charity, and it is, um, it, there's no backing out now, and it's just going to be fantastic content. I love this. I love this so much. It's a lose-lose for Goodell. He has to <laughs> Tolerate everything importantly saying, or he doesn't donate the money to charity and just cancels the he's event. He's got to be on his A game. Oh God, he's got to be—he's going to be getting hammered by Portnoy. We're talking Deflate Gate, Spy Gate. Oh my God! All it's right, it's going to be great. I can't wait for it. Well, last segment of the show. It's shower pissers time. We are now on to our offensive, our outside linebackers on our all-time list. I think we have actually gone three for three here. Uh, Joe, go ahead. You start us off. Uh, my selection here is one of the hardest working men to play in the NFL. That is Mr. James Harrison out of Kent State, played with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, New England Patriots, Cincinnati Bengals, you name it, had a very long career at outside linebacker despite being a little bit undersized uh, in terms of height. But if we're just talking about a guy that definitely pisses in the shower, if you've seen him on hard knocks, the way he interacts with the media, just not caring, refusing to be on camera, just avoiding people constantly that, that have anything related to do with the media. I think that that similar mentality of like, I don't care. I'm not, I don't want, you know, anyone to, um, I don't, I don't want anyone in my face. I don't want anyone paying attention to what I'm doing. I think that he has that, that kind of approach when it comes to not caring in the shower. I can't argue with that. It's a good pick. It's an all time list. Yeah. 
Uh, fire yours. I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with Terrell Suggs, who just because he's a scumbag and a dickhead, he I think he just won't care. <laughs> Why is he that? In the shower, because he hates the Patriots and he openly talks about that, and I hate him. So we can go screw. And I know he's a dickhead, so he definitely pisses in the shower. That makes me he's like Terrell Suggs more. Else. That, that yeah. he's one of the NFL Good. players that has animosity towards another team. That's how football's supposed to be played. Good for Terrell Suggs. Yeah, and it gives me somebody to hate. So yeah, that's fine. Terrell Suggs. All right, my clown of the week. You, Terrell. You. <laughs> clown of the week. Thanks, Fire. Hey, Sorry. this might be a new record, fault. people. Um, for uh, bleeps that I'm going to have to edit out. So thanks. Uh, my all-time shower pisser is Joey Porter, famous outside linebacker for the Steelers and Dolphins. Uh, the guy is nutty. The guy is mean. He is gritty. And he really doesn't care about you or your feelings or anything like that. So he's going to piss in the shower. He is a shower pisser. He's the definition. All three of these guys can be defined as so. Hello? I'm happy with this, that we finally are, uh, we finally compiled a, a good bunch of three. Now, that's the show, everybody. Uh, okay, it's my turn this week to uh, have the send-off music, so enjoy this as it's playing behind me, uh, because what I know picking? that I am. Oh, you'll see. You'll see what I, 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 I've selected. Uh, but that's the show. You could follow the show Twitter at GTTP Podcast. You could follow the show Twitch at Get to the Point Pod. Uh, hopefully, next time Joe loses 49 to nothing, we'll have some uh, some type of post on that for you. With audio. Yeah, it'll be up. Don't worry. You could follow myself on Twitter at Sanderson Radio, Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon, and Fire on Twitter at Jake Fire. 4454? It's just 54 it's on 54. Twitter, Sean. You're, you're barely on Twitter. Colin Suttrick's the only one that, that's tweeting you about the show. Um, that was funny, though. That was good yeah. uh, Let me think. If there's anything else, feel free to give us a review if you like the show. Feel free to write us if you like the show. All of that. Uh, this is the send-off. We'll be back with you next week. Yeah, you're